Welcome to Choice Classic Radio. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and help keep this show alive by donating at choiceclassicradio.com. For more of your favorite old-time radio shows, join us on our companion podcast, Choice Classic Radio Detectives, where we bring to you tales from the greatest detective shows the golden age of radio had to offer. And now... With 91 surviving episodes broadcast on NBC Radio from 1934 to 1957, we bring to you Lights Out. Ironized Yeast presents Lights Out. Everybody. Lights Out brings you stories of the supernatural and the supernormal, dramatizing the fantasies and the mysteries of the unknown. We tell you this frankly, so if you wish to avoid the excitement and tension of these imaginative plays, we urge you calmly, but sincerely, to turn off your radio now. This is Arch Obler. Last week I told you that today would bring a story titled The Author and the Thing. For some very interesting reasons, which I'll tell you about later, that play has been postponed for a week. In its place, Mirage, a play which I think will be as close to each of you as the pulse of your own blood. But first, a few words from Frank Martin. And they can be mighty important words to you, ladies and gentlemen. If you're weak and run down, losing weight, losing your pep these wartime days, if it's that way with you, and if vitamin B1 and iron shortage is what's to blame, listen. Ironized yeast tablets give you the exact two substances you need. Yes, pleasant little ironized yeast tablets supply vitamin B1 with iron. No wonder men and women who were short on these vital substances now tell how ironized yeast has helped them regain the strength and weight and energy they needed to really enjoy life once more. That's right. The name is Ironized Yeast Tablets. And now, lights out, everybody. Linda. Yes, Carl? I've been looking for you. And I for you. Look, Linda, this party, it's getting a little too much for me. It's a great night. How about a little walk on the beach? All right, but quickly before someone changes my mind. Get your wrap? Oh, no, I'll let the moonlight keep me warm. <laughs> oh, that air's good. <laughs> Careful. Night air. <laughs> you know, I never could understand the hunters. They build this place here on the shore, then when they give a party, they seal the windows hermetically. <laughs> yeah, down this path. Oh, that breeze off the sea is good. Don't you think so? Well, frankly, Carl, I didn't come out here for the air. I've been very anxious to talk to you. Very. Oh, that's flattering. It won't be when you hear why I want to talk to you. Carl, I've always liked you. And I, you? Liking you, I've tried to understand you as you are, but... 
Must you be so antisocial? Antisocial? Me? Renzel's had a dinner party last night. Oh, that. The office, I couldn't break away. The Carters were expecting you the night before last at the theater. Linda, I'm a businessman. Carl, you can't disappoint people continually and expect them to have any regard for you. My friends know I'm a busy man. You and I belong to a set that demands certain obligations from us. I wonder if you know just how pompous that sounds. Pompous or not, it's the truth. You just can't ignore social obligations. Well, I'm here, am I not? Ocean's rather calm, isn't it? They were talking about you only last week at the Pages. Pages? Say, R.B. made a good thing out of International Motors last week. Must have cleaned up a quarter of a million. Someone mentioned your name, and this other person laughed and said, don't invite him unless you let him bring his stock ticker. Idea, isn't that? I hear the same thing about you wherever I go, Carl. There isn't a man I know who spends as much time at work as you do. Well, if that's what I want, why shouldn't I? Carl and Stanley, I appreciate the importance of money, but after all, you could find time for your friends. <laughs> oh. Why do you laugh? <laughs> I just remembered why I wanted to be alone with you. Well? I was going to lecture you. What? Lecture. Really, I was. I was going to tell you that you've been burning the candle socially at both ends, or words to that effect. Oh. Really, you are, you know. Uh, bazaars and style shows and all that nonsense, but you took the offensive so quickly I forgot what I wanted to say. Oh, and that reminds You're me... You're remembering a great uh, number of things, aren't you? Yes, one of the things I wanted to tell you was... You're looking very lovely tonight. The man's human. Irritated with me, aren't you? Yes, I am. Carl, you could be an utterly charming man if you'd forget your stocks and bonds and interest rates and all the rest of that for a while and start enjoying life. Linda, now you've got me irritated just because my idea of living doesn't include a room full of jabbering idiots. Well, I think we'd better go back. Now, wait a minute. Linda, I... Oh, Linda. Let's call a truce on this. After all, we're a couple of mature people. Let's act maturely and leave each other alone and enjoy the night. Now, how about it? <laughs> You're hopeless. <laughs> All right. Good, good. We'll get off on safe subjects. The sea, the weather, the moon, June, the number of days to Christmas. Exactly. We'll start with the sea. <laughs> Calm, isn't it? Don't walk so fast, Carl, please. Uh oh, I forgot. Sand must be ruining your slippers. No, speech is packed so hard. Quite all right. Just don't walk too fast. Right. Fine place the hunters have here. They do have successful parties. Hunter bought this place right before 29. Tried to unload it all through the Depression. Couldn't even get enough money to cover the land value. Did you hear about Ivy's debut? Margaret naturally wanted to have it at the Claremont, but Tom insisted on their country place. Poor Tom. Dropped plenty in that amalgamated merger. Amazing amount of his experience not knowing that you can't disturb the capital investment of an organization. Now, just a minute, Mr. Laughlin. If you're thinking of starting on capital investments again, I'd better remind you that this conversation is limited to... Remember? June? Moon? <laughs> what moon? <laughs> well, of all the inconsiderate clouds I ever... Well, Carl, what are you staring at? I can't quite make out. Do you see anything down there, uh, near the water's edge? Why, why, yes. There is something there. So dark. Carl, it moved. I saw is it a door? I'm not sure. Well, let's go closer. Now, Linda, wait. Linda, come back. Paul, come quickly. Well, what is it? Look, it's, it's someone sitting in the sand. Well, who in the world? Oh, just a drunk. Someone who lost his way to the bar. Come on. Linda, wait. Wait for what? I'd better see who it is and give him a hand. All right, if you must play the Good Samaritan, go ahead. 
I say there, fellow. What in the world is a drunken fool doing, digging for clams? Have to get closer. I say there, old boy, you're going to get a little wet there when the tide comes in, aren't you? Well, drunk and dumb. I guess you're right. Let's go on. No, wait, please. But why? The moon will be out in a minute. I want to see what he's doing. There. Now we'll see. Why, it's an old man. Riding in the sand. What are you doing here? Guess he just won't talk. Oh, how do you like that? Riding in the sand with the point of his finger. Carl, I... I don't like this at all. Come away. Linda, what is it? Nothing, nothing at all. This this old man wants to sit here in the dark in the sand? Let him. But why does it concern us? But what's he writing? I can't quite make out. Oh, moon went under. Carl, are you staying I'm here? I'm sorry. I want to see what the old man's writing. What are you writing, old man? Oh, man, don't you hear me talking to you? Carl, you're being insufferable. Linda, where's your curiosity? A deserted beach after midnight, an old man writing heaven knows what in the sand? Aren't you interested in knowing? I'm not interested in maniacs. Who else but a psychopathic would Linda, wait. Moon's coming through the clouds again. Now I'll see. (gasps) You see it, too. He's writing names in the sand. Names of people. Carl. What is it, Linda? His face. What did you say? Face. Did you see his face? No, no, I didn't see. Linda, what's the matter? Face. What about his face? Blasted clouds can't see. Uh, light again. There's nothing wrong with his face. Well, I, I thought... Just an old man. Must be a gardener. <laughs> writing names in the sand. I want to know who he is. Well, now you're curious. I want to know who he is, Carl. And I'm certainly going to find out. Old man, we insist on knowing who you are. You hear me, old man? We insist. Hmm. No attention must be deaf. Clouds covering the moon. The sea so green. Carl, I'm cold. Let's go in. That isn't like a woman. One minute you're curious, the next minute you're cold. Moon's bright now. Look, you can see some of the names he's writing. John Berkeley... March 2nd, 1944. Well, how do you like that? He wiped the name out and he's writing another one. George Ellison. March 2nd, 1945. Wiped that out, writing another name one. Name after name. But why? Old man, can you hear me? Why? What would he say? He's certainly not drunk. Eyes so bright, so intent on his work. <laughs> and what work? Carl, don't laugh. <laughs> what? What did you say? He seems so busy. Oh, Linda, what is there about this old man that disturbs you? I think he's funny. Carl. Dirty little unshaven old man crouched over writing names in the sand with the point of his finger. That's a serious career, isn't it? Carl. A career for one's old age. No overhead, no competition, no profit. Sit in the open air and write in the sands of time. Linda, I tell you, when I get too old for Wall Street, I think I'll join this old man and I... C-A-R... Carl, look, Hmm? your name. He's writing your name. Well, what do you know about... C-A-R-L. The old fraud can here must have overheard you say my name. Oh, your last name. He's writing that, too. Oh, but that's impossible. He doesn't know my... He is writing it. L-A. My... My name, he... He doesn't know who I... U-G... How slowly he forms each letter. How does he know? Why does he write... Carl, what is it? Uh, I... 
I don't know. Feel sick. Carl! Don't let me fall. Old man! Old man, help me! Please help! He's finishing. Oh, my friend! My name He's ill! Can't, can't oh. breathe. Carl! I can't hold you up! Help me! Someone help me! I, I feel all right. Carl, what happened? Why did you frighten me so? My name in the sand, where... The surf, it came in and wiped it out before he'd finished. Old man, why did you write my name? How did you know who I was? Answer me, why did you write my name? What difference does that make? You're ill. Let's get back to the house. No, I feel fine, sudden dizziness, but I'm all right. I want to know how and why this old man was writing my name. He's n- writing again. Huh? L. I. Your name. Yes. D. A. Carl, take me home. Wait, he can't possibly know your last name. J E. He does know it. Carl, please, I. F E R. I don't. Writing so slowly as I if don't... he wasn't quite sure, but he does know Carl. it. Linda, how in the world oh. do you imagine he knows. Linda! Carl, help me. Linda, what is it? Hold me. Yes, yes, I'm holding you. Linda, in heaven's name, what is it? My heart. Falling. Falling. Linda. Falling. Linda. Linda! Ladies and gentlemen, may we turn away for just a moment from tonight's lights-out story and the mysterious little old man who wrote so strangely in the sand. And in this moment, let's turn to a state of affairs that may not be at all strange to you these war days. It's closing time in a war plant. And a worker is saying to her friend... I might have known it. No letter from Lou. He hasn't written to me since he went away. But, dear, you can't blame him. You were so cross to him the last time he was here. You've gotten run down and underweight. You don't look or act like the attractive girl you used to be. Oh, I'm so on edge I can hardly eat or sleep. I can't help it. Don't be so sure of that. If vitamin B1 and iron shortage is what's to blame, ironized yeast tablets supply the very help you need. They give you both vital substances. And believe me, they are vital. Authorities say when you don't get enough vitamin B1 from your daily meals, you may lose your appetite, not eat all you need, so lose weight, lack strength and energy. And without enough iron, you may be weak and pale. You may feel only half alive. I see. And you say ironized yeast tablets supply both? Yes, indeed they do. It's this two-way help that's been of such splendid benefit to men and women who were deficient in these substances. So if you're short on vitamin B1 and iron, get ironized yeast tablets right away, tonight. Then see if before long you aren't saying... How grand it is to feel so good again. Lou says I look like a million since I've got back this good weight. How thankful I am to ironized yeast tablets. And now back to our Lights Out story of Mirage. Carl. Linda, what? Carl, why are you holding me? You were ill, fainting. I? What are you talking about? Are you joking? What's it a joke about? Please let go of me. All right. My name. He was writing my name. Yes. Where is it? The sand. 
He's writing another name? Where's mine? That wave must have washed it out before he finished. Oh, I... I remember now. I couldn't see. Darkness. I... I was falling. Yes. Falling. Your face. So white. Carl, why? As he wrote my name, I felt as if I... were dying. <gasps> And then you, you felt that way too as he wrote your name, didn't you? Yes. Yes, I did. How cold it is here. Cold. He's still writing. <gasps> the moon gone. Yes. All right. Still here? Darker. Then the darkness. I can't stand it anymore. Old man, who are you? Linda. Oh. Linda, stay away from him. Don't go near... No! No, Linda! Linda, what is it? Oh. What? But he was here, I saw him. Oh, find him. Find him and talk to him. I've got to know. I've got to know. Old man, where are you? Old man. There he is. Far down the beach. We've got to catch him. Come. Yes. Old man, wait. Old man. Wait, old man. Wait, I beg you. Wait. Old man, wait. I want to talk to you. Wait. I want... No one. I... I thought... There he is. Where? The other way, at the edge of the water. Old man, wait. Old man. Wait, Thomas Carl. Wait for me, Wait. Carl, why did you stop? No one. I thought I saw, but there's no one. <laughs> if only the moon came out again. Find him for me, You Carl. blasted Find moon, come out, come out, come out, come <laughs> out! Old man. <laughs> Linda. I heard. <laughs> <laughs> laughing. Yes, yes, of course I'm laughing. What we just heard on the wind, our friends back at the house. Friends? Yes, friends, friends. The wind and the sound of them talking had cleared my head. I must have been out of my head all this time. And you too, Linda. Our friends? Yes, yes, our friends back there only a few hundred feet from here. Lights and music and reality. This hasn't been reality? Linda, all my life I've been a practical man. My life has been like, like my business. Everything had debits and credits. This that's been happening to us. My head's clear now. I can think of it in practical terms. Tell me. We met an old man riding in the sand. He wrote my name. And mine, too. All that was real enough. Now then, how did he know our name? Yes. Simple enough. You and I are not unknown. He must have been an old gardener on the estate here. Yes, that's it. He heard of us, then heard us call each other by our given name, so he knew the rest of it. But when he wrote our names, we... Yes, yes, I know the dizziness. It's all quite easily explained. Back in the house, the uh, the air was bad. We came outside. The both of us, nerves on edge, too much fresh air. Dizziness followed. We... Oh, why talk about it anymore? Let's get back to the house. Yes, Carl. Yes, quickly. Careful, not so fast. You'll fall. I'm all right. Faster, Carl. I want to get back. Drink. That's what I need. A drink or two or three or a dozen. So very dark. Infernal clouds. Here, let's stay along the water's edge. Easier to walk. Yes, fantasy in the night, that's all it was. We let our imaginations run away with us. Imagine things that didn't exist. Carl. Why do you stop? Carl. Why are you pointing? <gasps> He's riding again. He's there, riding again. Old man. Old man. Carl, don't leave me. Carl, it's so dark. Carl. Gone again. Carl. Take me back oh, to the house. Man. Quickly. Quickly, don't stand there. We'll wait, run. Wait, wait. The moon? Shining down so strangely. Everything so strange. 
so strange. Yes. Carl, at the edge of the water. What? Our names. Our, our names. Our names in the sand. Yes, the, yes. The vapors, and after my name. And after mine. I can't see the date. A what? wave. It's coming, Linda. Come back. No, I've got to see. Linda. I saw. I did, too. The date when I... The date when I... No. No, it isn't true. It isn't. It isn't. It isn't. The date written in the sand, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Does it, Linda? I didn't think. It would come so soon. You... You believe? Yes. I do, too, somehow. So soon. No. No, I won't believe I won't. I'm going to live a long time, 50, 60 more years. My family, they lived long lives. My father, my grandfather, this can't be true. Carl, don't be afraid. You're not? I am. And yet... Somehow it's wonderful. Wonderful? Yes, wonderful. What every person in the world wants to know. We know. You and I. It'll be spring that year when I... Don't think about it that way. The wonder of it, Carl. Think of that. I've never thought much of the wonder of things. Mm, How good the air is. Like wine. I heard them call it that. I never believed a breath could be so wonderful. If a man planned every minute that was left, how much he could do. That's why I say it's wonderful, Carl. I know what I have left. I can plan the days, the hours, live each one because I know just how many of them I have. Oh, Carl. Carl, I'm almost happy now. Happy? Yes, yes, why not? Now I'll do the things I've wanted to do. Yes, every one. Listen to them back there. I never really wanted that, Carl. But you always... Because that was the path my mother had gone, and the one she led me to. But all the time, the snobbery of money and those little silly family destinies. I wasn't happy, because it really wasn't what I wanted. I knew that. But I went on because... Because always there was a tomorrow. I said to myself, tomorrow, some new tomorrow, I'll start the life I want. I didn't know. But now I know my tomorrows, Carl. I've got to start now. And so I will. And so I'm happy. What? A child, Carl. Yes. I want a child. There. I've said what I never thought to say. (laughs) How I used to laugh at people with their children. Such clever, brittle talk. And all the time... My heart was in my eyes. A child. Listen, on the wind. Yes. It's music of the night, Carl. Look up. The stars are singing. They know I'm free. For a little while, I'm free. And you, Carl. What will you do? I... 
What will I do? Yes. What will you do tomorrow morning? I... I... Tomorrow morning, I'll go back to my business, of course. My bit. No. No. Carl, you're holding me. Yes. Linda, you and I, we've got to be together. Carl. You're right. There can be happiness in it. For those days and months, we're free. The world will climb up to those those singing stars of yours. When I was a boy, I always thought I'd do that. Travel tomorrow. There'd always be a tomorrow for me. Yes, I was immortal. I thought that, really. Most of us do, don't we? Everybody else in the world would live their lives and die, but I, always inside of myself, I thought I'd live forever. So I climbed in a cage and stayed there. You're holding me so close. You and I, Linda. Together. Free. Until that day. Say it. Say it. Oh, my dearest. Why did it take death to teach us how to live? Robler, I personally would like to thank you for that one. Thank you, Mr. Martin. And thanks to Lou Merrill, Ann Stone, and Catherine Thompson. Now, since I promised to tell our listeners about the mysterious disappearance of the author and the thing this week, supposing you have your say, Frank, and then I'll have mine. In a word, friends, why go on being run down and weak, underweight and often tired out, if vitamin B1 and iron shortage is all that's wrong? Remember, Ironized yeast tablets give you both vital substances, vitamin B1 with iron. Of course, a rundown condition may stem from other causes. If in doubt, see your doctor. But if you're simply short on vitamin B1 and iron, if more of them is all you need to help build you up, why, ironized yeast has been so successful in such cases that it's sold on this money-back basis. If you don't begin to eat better, to feel better, and so sleep better... The cost of the first bottle will be refunded to you in full by Ironized Yeast, Box IY, Rawway, New Jersey. Now, what of that interesting explanation for the change of plays this week, Mr. Obler? Well, it's simply this. After a solid year of bringing you these plays, a man named Obler is going off to finish a stage play. So, next week is going to be the last of this particular Lights Out series. And since the author in the thing murders off an author, well... All of you have had your um, panties frightened off during this year of Lights Out. Be sure to listen in next week to The Author and the Thing, wherein a certain radio playwright, initials A.O., gets everything that's coming to him in a lethal manner. And I do mean lethal. Yes, tune in next Tuesday again for Arch Obler's eerie story, The Author and the Thing. And if you need more vitamin B1 and iron, be sure to try ironized yeast. But remember, there's only one ironized yeast. You'll know it instantly by the yellow and orange package and by the big letters IY on the container and on each tablet. And now, Ironized Yeast has contributed the rest of their time this week to a message to all of us from Kate Smith from New York. 
Hello, everybody. This is Kate Smith again, on the job and on the bond wagon for Uncle Sam since early this morning and still going strong. We're selling bonds like wildfire, but we have to sell more. We're shooting at a high-riding star today and tonight, and you out there who listen are backing the attack. In Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, the officers of Carlisle Medical Field Service School, which is the West Point of the Army Medical Department, have just given us an order for $10,000. When our men in uniform do that, well, it's a pretty heartwarming thing. In Worcester, Massachusetts, they're going to town for our bond drive, too. They've pledged $100,000 in bonds through the low theaters there. In Burlington, Vermont, Mrs. Nina T. Conant bought a $25 bond. One of her sons was killed in an airplane crash. One is somewhere in the South Pacific. Another is in the Naval Aviation Corps, and her daughter is in the wax. That $25 bond Mrs. Conant bought was worth a million dollars in sacrifice. It was paid for partly in stamps, partly by a soldier's allotment check, and partly with small bits of cash. Oh, I could tell you dozens, hundreds, yes, thousands of stories like these. Sacrifices made, bonds bought. All day long, the pattern of America has been reflected in these golden threads. You, too, belong to this pattern of America. You, too, can add your name to a glorious scroll for victory. Will you buy a bond? It is later than you think. Make this be cruel to moths week in your home. Remember that moths feed on clothes the year round, so do something about it. Look after those clothes in your dark closets. If there are dirt or grease spots on them, get rid of those spots with Energene cleaning fluid. Grease spots are the favorite feeding place of moths, and Energene is the favorite spot remover to get rid of them. Energene is an all-around cleaning helper, a necessity in every home. Energene saves time, money, your clothes, and your furniture. So buy a large economical container of Energene cleaning fluid and keep things clean with Energene. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. That concludes today's episode. We'd like to thank you and remind you to donate at choiceclassicradio.com. Remember, your donations make episodes like this possible.